Hey, bruv. Should we just make a monster? <laughs> wow. Hello, Internet, and welcome to the A to Z Horrorcast. This is the Creative Entitled Podcast, brought to you by us over at AtoZHorror.com. I'm Jack, and sitting across from me is Jake. I'm going to rip off your head and shit down your neck, Jack. <laughs> and sitting next to Jake is someone else who smells innocence on you. It's Mark. Hey, guys. I do. For those of you unfamiliar with our Crackerjack operation, we watch and review one horror movie a week, and then we get drunk and argue about it. And sometimes we're forced to take a week off due to... Like life. a lot of reasons. Yeah, just like a lot of reasons last week. But we're back live this week. And, it's, and you uh, know, I don't remember any of them. <laughs> we were just busy. There were How, reasons. How's that for a lame excuse? We were busy. We were too busy for you. We were busy. Listener. But this week, we watched 1990s Clive Barker's Nightbreed. And uh, we will dive all the way into that real soon. And when we do, fair warning, we're going to spoil the shit out of it. Um, so be prepared for that. And for those of you familiar with our Crackjack operation, we'd ask that you take a minute to like, rate, and review the podcast on whatever app you're using. I recently learned that because Stitcher is a garbage program, you have to Google the name of our podcast and Stitcher and then find that from a web browser to actually get to any sort of review function. So, uh, you know, do that or just don't use Stitcher. Use one of the many far superior products available. Wow. I may not seem like much, but it actually Yikes. really does help, especially the reviews. Jack going in on Stitcher. Yeah, yeah. screw them. <laughs> <laughs> Their customer support was so useless. Anyway. Our file size we've... was more in bytes than it was in minutes or something? That, he told us that several different times, and it never made any sense. <laughs> now we've got to do the getting drunk part. So let's score. Let's do beers for fears. And uh, hey, Mark. Yes? I'm going to go first this week. Jake demanded that I buy beers this okay. week. Because uh, he was coming from a meeting. I, too, was coming from a meeting. So I had... Uh, my pick of all the fine beers in my office's fridge. At least your office has a beer fridge. Yeah, that's okay. it's a very okay. good feature. So I've got a I've got a smorgasbord of options here. Um, the first one I've got is Ballast Points Brewing's Big Eye IPA, because uh, some of these weird monsters have big eyes. You see. Okay. I've also got a uh, Rodeo um, by the Payette Brewing Company here. The what is that? The, a, a pale Ale, Rye Pale Ale. I forget what Payette. Rodeo is. And because this is like just a rodeo of fucking different monsters, I've All right. also got uh, a Apocalypse IPA by Ten Barrel because this is the Apocalypse. I mean, Even that one's objectively untrue, but okay. It's the Apocalypse for monsters. Except that they all survive. Almost all of them survive. Spoilers. I don't think everybody dies in the Apocalypse from the Bible. Uh, I mean, some of them get saved, and then some of them eventually die. And that's what happens in the Monsters movie we just watched. Okay. On a long enough timeline, yes. So, <laughs> nailed it. All three are perfect. Okay. All right. Uh, Mark, since Jake didn't do anything for this segment. Well, I'm going to drink some of your beers. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah. I appreciate you're it. You're welcome. <laughs> Mark, what are you drinking this week? Uh, okay, so I had an exceedingly long day at work today. It sounds like that's a common thing among the three of us. So, yep. I'm, I'm treating myself... Uh, and it's also on brand for the movie. I'm drinking a Big Bad Baptist Imperial Stout from Epic. Good for you, buddy. Uh, this is a bomber of 11.3% alcohol. Well, that's going to treat you right. Yep. Mark is... Yep. Uh... Um, I'm going to slip into a quick coma when we're done recording. Good. Um, hopefully pop out of it by the time we get back to this. And um, yeah, so I picked this one because A, it's a phenomenal beer. You should try it if you ever get the chance. And B, uh, you got the Baptist 
Baphomet, whatever. He's got his baptismal chamber. That's like one of the central points in this. Okay. okay. So John the Baptist masquerading as Baphomet. Or yeah, Baphomet, exactly. as they say. And then, and then, as an addendum, I also have from the same brewery, Son of a Baptist, which is the same thing, but it's a little bit lighter, um, because that's what Cabal is. He's the son of the Baptist. I mean, that's not true, I don't think, but... Uh... I mean, sp- spiritually? <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm going to I'm gonna level with you guys. I do not fully understand the lore of this movie. Nobody does. Yeah, it's inscrutable. Yeah, exactly. So I'm going to level with you guys. If no one understands does it fucking it, matter? <laughs> <laughs> if no one understands it, then I'm writing my own fucking lore and Cabal is the son of the Baptist. Okay. Done. Uh, Mark, I'd like to address something you said a minute ago. Sure. Uh, you said hopefully you'll be out of your coma by the next time we sit down the for time, this. By the time we get back to this, by the time we get back to this, do you mean just life in general? Or I, the next recording? I specifically meant the next recording. Okay. Wow. Okay. That's day. Yes. Yeah, I am just. I am imprecise with language, and I yeah. apologize. There's uh, gonna be a lot of that this episode, I think. Boys, I have one more update to the beers for fear segment here. Do you? Yeah. The studio has a new addition in terms of uh, cool little accoutrement. I don't care about it. Uh, Jake, Put what it am I? What am I using to open my beer right now? Uh, you're using a bottle opener. Yeah. And what's what's the bottle opener? Describe it for the listener. Uh, it's a black piece of vulcanized rubber you're such a stupid asshole this is a game used puck from the penguins win over the arizona coyotes oh the arizona coyotes no one wins against them (laughs) well look i'm not saying it's the coolest game used puck ever but it's a game used puck converted into a bottle opener yotes just beat the avs i feel good about that (laughs) lovely dude the yotes could make the playoffs how fucking crazy is that they're like three points out there's 15 games left get out of here So I'm pretty I also, pleased about I that. also have one more addendum to the Beers for Fear segment. I don't I'm care. drinking my Big Bad Baptist out of a mug that uh, was given to me by our own Jake for my wedding. So, yeah, cheers, buddy. Cheers, Mark. There you go. Look at that. New accoutrement all around. Well, I'm opening my Sierra Nevada Pale Ale with a Sierra Nevada beer bottle opener. I have my keychain about that. You can because use my game-used puck if you'd like. Because no, these I monsters are pale. <laughs> yeah, I also have some Sierra Nevadas. For the record, I don't want to. Okay. Now, ordinarily on the podcast, this is where we dive into what else has been rocking our horror worlds, other shenanigans we've gotten up to. But even though this is going to come out somewhere around the middle of the month, oh, oh, oh. this is the only opportunity we have to discuss the Horror Release Roundup, where over at our website, adchorror.com, we will hit you with every movie we could find coming out over the course of the next month and give you a little uh, blurb synopsis about each one. Oh, we will. Yeah. And we did. And we did. A half month ago. Yeah, so this was a pretty big one for us, too. A lot of, lot of hits. <laughs> Tooting the horn. Yeah. But here on the podcast, we'll just hit you with the top one, a bottom one, and a dark horse pick. And look, let's not dance around it. I'm sure we all have the same top one this month. Should we just talk about it? Yeah, let's just talk about it. Let's talk about Jordan Peele's Us. Yep. Uh, that movie comes out this month, and that movie looks awesome. It looks scary. astonishingly good. It looks scary. It looks like it is going to be more horrific than Get Out in almost every conceivable way. Well, it and looks... specifically, uh, Mr. Peel did not actually consider Get Out horror when he was making it. I mean, obviously, it was a horror movie, but he did come right. out afterward in the tour for this movie and was like, that was really more of like a thriller, like a relationship thriller. This yeah, one is straight up horror. This that's is a horror because movie. If, if you want the Academy to give you awards, you don't call it a horror movie. Sure. True that. And look, the the trailer for this movie looks incredible if this weren't associated with Jordan Peele and all the good works he's done to date. Uh, but it is, so. I do have one big issue with this, uh, well, trailer specifically, but okay. I guess the movie in general. Um, 
I have no idea what putting five on it means. And uh, I think it's a it drug a... reference, Mark. Okay. Well, I got that from the trailer. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. I'm glad it's we a... sorted that. Me a whole too. series of songs. D- like, did, can you put six on it? I don't know. I just, I got five no, on it. That's all... a whole song. There's a number of songs that have that lyric in it. They're all about putting five on it. Okay. Uh, I got to do some urban dictionary Googling later, I think. There you yes. go. Okay. Yes, you do, do some research. Get back hey. to you later. <laughs> so let's jump into where we might not all diverge to the same exact thing. Let's talk about a bottom one. Now, boys, there are some legitimate contenders for bottom one this month. There's some stinkers. Let's call them up and comer type fair. Okay. Uh, initial effort type fair. Uh, what okay. do we want to call this sort of thing? This sort of I don't know. Stuff. Are they all initial offers? No, I have no clue. I didn't do any research when I saw something that I didn't like. Well, I mean, I feel you... like I feel like Jax is going to be not an initial offer, but just a confusing retread. I don't know that it is. Let's dive into it, Jake. What's your bottom one? I gave March? it to Stray, which is for a couple of reasons. I, look, this movie might be okay. It seems horrorish, and I felt a little bad about giving it to this. This is the one with the girl who has ostensibly some I don't know superpowers. Oh yeah, this okay. is treading into superhero territory, which I for, I just don't like. It's not my bag. It doesn't do it for me. So that's already vaulting it to the bottom. If you can vault to the bottom of something, sure. And it the trailer was full of just atrocious CG. So I think that the movie will be too. Not a good one-two punch. If you're Jake, yeah. So that I, makes sense. I slid it in as my bottom one. I didn't want to do anything. I didn't want to do any dirty to like some of these movies where people might just be trying their hardest and they don't have something that I care about. This movie looks like it was probably not one of that type, but it still doesn't do anything for me. So <laughs> there it is. Bottom one. All right, Mark, how about you? Uh, yeah, I went with Garden Party Massacre. This is the layup <laughs> for the month. This is the ultra low budget shot on like a handy cam that was made in the late 90s. Not really sure why this movie exists entry for the month, which, I mean, you got to have it, and it uh, fills the need. So there you go. Garden Party Massacre. I don't know that this is the layup for the month. Okay. There's a more obvious layup to me, I and I took it. I don't know if I agree with that. See, I took a, yeah, just say your thing. I picked Among the Shadows. Right. The FX TV show. This Wait, no, 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 no. Did I write down the wrong title here? The Lindsay Lohan joint? <laughs> not what uh, we no, do yeah, is the correct. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, the correct. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, the I correct got one. confused. Mark's a dummy. <laughs> yeah, I think this Lohan, yeah. Lindsay Lohan movie that I think is objectively the worst looking movie coming out this month. Um, is just are you just saying that because Lindsay Lohan? She's not the worst part of the trailer by far. Hmm. Yeah, this trailer there is bad Lindsay Lohan acting in this trailer. There absolutely is. Okay, half of it looks like just stock footage cobbled together from like probably a, is. Yeah, and the yeah, other half is happens. Lindsay Lohan in front of the worst green screen I've ever seen doing bad acting. Yeah, yeah it that seems happens. like every line of dialogue in this movie might have been filmed against a green screen. It's distinctly possible, and not a good green screen either. Not one where they got the soft light, so you don't see the harsh outline of the person or whatever you do to change the color hue to make that not happen. Yeah, it's like the it's like the green screen you can throw on a wall at your whatever call center you're working at at the time. Yeah, in their one conference room. Exactly. So I want to offer a little bit of a peek behind the curtain here. Um, we added Among the Shadows uh, shortly after we that was one of the, like the later additions to our list. So I had already like reviewed all of them, written my stuff, and then chosen Garden Party Massacre. And then we added Among the Shadows, and I literally completely forgot about it 
completely just <laughs> it was out of my brain until you told me that Among the Shadows was not the same as what we do in the shadows not four minutes ago. <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah, that's roughly the quality of the caliber of movie that we're looking at here. <laughs> yeah, and I mean it looks to be a werewolf thing. I don't know. There's a terrible. It's absolutely werewolf. a werewolf thing. Yeah, but Yikes. it's like a True Blood type werewolf thing. Wowzers! I could give a shit. Yeah, it doesn't it's, look it's good. One of those. Okay, I disagree with your statement that it looks like far and away, whatever, whatever, worst. Uh, but it doesn't look good. I'm not going to be watching it. It's down there. <laughs> sure. All right. Let's uh, let's get out of the uh, out of the the dregs of the horror world here. Let's let's talk dark horse picks. Jake, what's got you titillated? Uh, a couple, actually. I had a hard time picking dark horse. I'm gonna mention two. Can I cheat? Yes. I mean, it sounds like you're going to. First, yeah, I'm going to either. I was just asking to be polite. So thank you. (laughs) First is going to be Book of Monsters. This is almost, no, it's it's exclusively because they did some work on the practical effects. So when I was going bottom one and I was talking shit about bad CG, this movie might not be good, but there looks to be so much practical going on that I'm interested. Sure. Could go either way. Is this the anthology one? No, this is not. That's my other Dark Horse pick, which is called, I don't remember the name, Field Guide to Evil. And that's interesting because that's one of those where it's like we have seven segments or whatever, and the director for each is from a different country, and they're all about folklore. Right. That's cool. That's really cool. I'm interested in that. Yeah. It's an anthology to boot, which means you're going to have a range in quality, which is kind of a cheat code for Dark Horseism. Definitely. Uh, yeah, so that's just an easy, easy dark horse, but I had to mention the one that looks like it has radical practical effects that I was not anticipating even showing up. Is that the one that ends with the garden gnome attack? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was, that yeah. had me delighted. I, exactly. like, giggled when that's I watched it. That's a good that. dark horse. Yeah, that's fantastic. I, I want to watch that movie, and I don't think it's gonna be good, but it might delight me. It looked delightful. Yeah. Mark, how about you? Uh, I went with Climax, which is the dancing one, the dancer's one. The one where they take LSD? Uh, or some type of, yes, exactly. The that. one where they uh, do what you would do at a dance party anyway? Guys, I'm not a drugs person, but I don't know that LSD just makes everybody instantly violent. Uh, yeah, I think it, that's that's bath salts, actually. <laughs> or crocodile, crocodile maybe? Yeah. yeah. Whatever uh, exists in Florida at any point in time. This one is going to be, I, I think it's going to be pretty trippy and weird, and I did just come off a kick of watching both Suspirias, so maybe that's just feeding into my uh, my pick here. It's Gaspar No, and he's going to do his thing, which means at the very least this is going to be strange, and sometimes that's enough to make a movie quite interesting. I'll tell you what, it looks strange, and it looks beautiful. Um, I think the only thing that might be holding this movie back is I'm worried it's more style than substance, which is fine. Sometimes that's a fun experience too. So if if as I don't know if it's going to be style, I, there will be style there, but it's not. The there's style and then there's substance and then there's just strange. There that's it's actually a triangle, right? It's not a dichotomy. There's three things, and it's going to be heavy <laughs> into the strange, is what I'm feeling. I like uh, that. The one thing I'm kind of concerned about with this is from the trailer, it does look like the entire thing was filmed on one set or something like that. Like they just rented out some type of auditorium for the at, for the weekend and they shot everything there. And I'm not sure how that's going to play out. I like that. Yeah. That's pretty solid. Um, Jake, I picked, I, I was interested in both of the ones you said. I ended up going with a different pick for my dark horse and it might be a little bit of a cheat as well because there doesn't actually exist a trailer for it as far as we know. 
Uh, oh, come on. It also might not be out yet. Yeah. <laughs> might not be. It's very picked, hard to figure these things out. <laughs> I picked Rabid. Okay. We just had a description of, and it seems like it's like a body horror-ish monster flick. Mark, you said it's kind of Cronenbergian, and that also got me interested. I didn't verify that whatsoever, but I well, heard It's a you remake say it. of a 1977 Cronenberg flick, so in that Neat. way, it is Cronenbergian. Yeah, so it's vaguely it. associated with Cronenberg. Yeah. And I tend to like body horror joints. I like Cronenberg stuff. I like uh, monster movies. This seems to hit all those buttons. I'm excited for it. And we have, you can't tell me it looks shitty because it doesn't look like anything. And it does come from the Soska sisters who are highly confident and enjoyable filmmakers. So, I mean, yeah, if this does come out, it's a good pick. If it doesn't come out, we will tell you in six months when it is available. <laughs> exactly. You can so pick it again. My Dark Horse. Hey, before we move on, because we did all just pick us, do we? Are there? Is there anything we want to spotlight this month? Because I do think that uh, Hole in the Ground is probably worth mentioning. Yeah, the movie looks like it's very well made. Yeah, talk about it. It looks creepy as fuck, and it just got <laughs> overshadowed by Jordan Peele, which is something that's going to happen a lot, I think. So earlier you said confident, and I think you meant competent, and now you just said overshadowed, and I think you meant overshadowed. It's, it's been a long been that, day. It's and been I'm that kind of day. Already a third of the way through this twelve percent beer, eleven point three. You're already a third of the way. Good work. Um, yeah, this is the one where she discovers a sarlacc pit in the woods behind her house, and then her kid has spiders in him or whatever. I don't know. Is this, is the sarlacc that teeth hole in Star Wars? Yes. yes. Jake. Okay. <laughs> whatever. Teeth hole. I don't know. It's tooth hole. Uh, he's not wrong. He's yeah. That's an accurate descriptor. I know. I was just laughing at it for not knowing. Why the fuck would I know? I don't know because you've seen Star Wars. Yeah, but I don't know that. Doesn't mean I know the name Sarlacc. Okay. I, I, I was a tooth hole. <laughs> it's like yeah. a lamprey in the sand. I just like the word tooth hole. Tooth hole. This has got to be time to go to the feature presentation. Yep. It sure is. <laughs> Over at ADCHorror.com this week, we watched 1990s, I think, not 1989s. It's unclear. Doesn't matter. It says a lot of different things. Right on the edge. (laughs) Uh, Clive Barker's, I forgot the title of the movie already. Nightbreed. Nightbreed. Thank you. The (laughs) Nightbreed. It slipped out of my mind. Were you you, uh, mixing it up with the name of the book that you've read five times? Uh, no, I actually haven't read Cabal. Okay, I'm glad we won't have to t- fucking talk about that. Then. I did purchase it, so I'll be talking about it soon. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> but, no, I haven't read that one. I got confused because I said Clive Barker's, and it's hard to not say Hellraiser after you say Clive Barker's. It's See, what you I want to do, right? I go Jericho. If you say start a sentence with Clive Barker's, I go Jericho. You're a madman. What yeah, is happening I can't. Brain? I can't tell you how my brain works. I can only tell you <laughs> what comes out of it. <laughs> That's fair. So, Jake, why did you pick this one? Uh, because I wanted to watch it. <laughs> I So I'd seen this movie w- once. We're going to get into this immediately, I suppose. I'd seen this movie once in full, like, sit down, cover to cover style. And it has been a minute, my friend. Uh, I think I've seen pieces, bits and pieces since then. I just wanted to go back and, now that we've been doing this project for a while, see what I think of it. <laughs> Give that little experiment a whirl. So I'll tell you this much. I thought I'd seen it before. <laughs> I was pretty you confident I'd seen this start to finish. I remember a couple of bits and pieces, but I had not watched this start to finish before. Yeah, well. <laughs> I have a question for Jake. Okay. Uh, what was the context in which you originally saw this? I don't fucking know. I put it on a screen and watched it. I think I was probably in college. 
How? But you. So did you know about this? How did? Is this something that is in the zeitgeist that I was just completely unaware of? I've never seen this movie before. I mean, it's a Clive Barker movie. He direct. He wrote a book and then basically did all the work to make this movie happen. It's also like kind of famous for being like he got. 10 times the budget or, or five times the budget it's, he got for Hellraiser and that it made no money. Yeah, this movie is also a, like pan, total dog, but then it's had its cult status thing happen in the, I don't know however long it took it to happen, but it came out in 90 and now here we are. And it's another example that Lee Wan L cites as one of the reasons that you shouldn't let studios get involved with any of your creative shit. Yeah. Sure. You should probably also let an actual director direct your film, though. <laughs> we'll get to that. Yeah, there's we'll a lot of that. things. <laughs> okay. Jake, you picked this movie. <laughs> oh, fuck Wait, me. Mark, had you seen this before? I take it not. No, I just said that I hadn't. Uh, th- I watched it for the first time last Saturday. I was um, heavily inebriated, thinking that would be a good time. Uh, I was unable to follow what was going on in front of me. <laughs> You can't uh, follow it sober. <laughs> you, okay, well, that part's problematic. That sounds about right. But you can't follow it sober anyway. So then I uh, woke back up and watched it. Uh, well, I woke back up, and then two days later watched it again. I said that sentence really well. Um, <laughs> so were you yeah, able to follow it any better sober? Well, so I did find out. I thought when I woke up um, after the movie had ended <laughs> that I like legitimately slept through most of it because I did not remember what happened. And then I watched again sober and i actually remembered almost the whole movie <laughs> you were in the you were in the drunken possible to follow you were yeah, in the it's, drunken a, it's actually just that difficult to follow <laughs> and the scenes are like so disconnected at times that nothing really makes a whole lot of sense yep we'll get to it a little bit later so yeah so I, i've i went from zero to two within the course of four days <laughs> so i think because of the things that we're saying there's really no reason to do a 30 second plot synopsis. oh i think that's all the reason to do a 30 second plot synopsis. no i think he's right very we can just skip it this week. About it. <laughs> boom two to one not gonna happen I'll, i'm the I'll, one with the stopwatch it's fine i'll try it it's gonna be a disaster jake 30 seconds around the goddamn clock it's gonna start when you start hit us with a 30 second plot a synopsis Aaron Boone is moonlighting for being a Yankees player, I guess, by being a dude who dreams of this place where monsters exist. He goes to see a doctor. The doctor makes him take some LSD to say that he's been killing people. He convinces him of that, but the doctor's actually actually the serial killer. Anyway, this dude goes to find this place. He gets shot up because he's tried to turn himself in. Uh, he gets, yeah, he's killed, he's dead, but he was bitten by one of these nightbreed that he found, he comes back, and there's basically this full-on lynch mob that's tracking them down now, and they have to fight, and most of them are destroyed, Time. and he then becomes, this is fucking impossible. No, there's no chance you were gonna get anywhere near it. Yeah, it you is. didn't even get to the fact that, you didn't even, like, touch on well, nightbreed. See, I had one, I had one goal, and that was to make an Aaron Boone joke. You did and it. And I did it. You did it. So there. There you go. I feel like most of this review should just eschew what we normally do, where we talk about, like, this is what it does right, middle, wrong. We should just talk about what this is. I think we should still do it in the context of what it does right. That's not going to play, is it? Uh, It probably... Listener, welcome to a seven-hour review. (laughs) Yeah, seeing as your 30-second plot synopsis was um, woeful... Um, Mark, maybe, it wasn't that bad. You didn't even you didn't even want me to have to do it because you knew it'd be so hard. Maybe we should actually just add a segment of what this movie is so that you can finish your synopsis and properly explain the premise. Well, I think properly explaining the premise is actually impossible. Literally impossible. Yeah, it takes oh. about two and a half hours to explain. The yeah, premise. and uh, even then, you're unclear. <laughs> look, okay, the parts that I kind of skipped that, that I glossed over willingly at first, and then not willingly. 
at last. You're doing great. I'm trying, dude. I'm really trying. It's was. been a long day for all of us. I yeah. Like to so, point that out again. so when the okay doctor makes him take some LSD when he's convincing him that he's a serial killer, he tells him to then go turn himself into the cops. It is there that Boone meets this dude who is also talking about this place, Midian, and he realizes I might be able to go there. He goes there. It's this big graveyard up by Calgary where he lives. This movie takes place in Canada. Did you know that? It takes place in Canada. <laughs> and there he meets the Nightbreed, and they're these monsters that live underground, and they eat people because he gets bitten by one of them, and then the cops show up because they're tracking him down because he tried to turn himself in, and he gets shot, which makes him dead, except for the fact that he was bitten by a Nightbreed, and he's reincarnated as a Nightbreed. Uh, and then the rest of the movie is basically what I said, where there's like this whole lynch mob thing happening. Because okay, they've so, like they're they're convinced he's still a lot. I don't know. He's around, so they want to arrest him. At one point, there's an undead human all-out war. The we've last now, thirty minutes are remarkable. We've now given you essentially an unlimited amount of time to describe the plot of this movie, yeah. and uh, you've still failed because. You still have yet to say what the fuck a Nightbreed is. Does it matter? It's a monster. It's a monster. I mean, monster. at least try and describe it. It's a monster that doesn't like the sun. That's not just that, though. That's about they don't it. all... No. Those are the only common factors. There's too many different kinds of Nightbreeds. Oh, see, this is why we shouldn't even be talking about what a Nightbreed is. Night's Breed. <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. I apologize. Look, Night's Breed are monsters. They're like, ah, real monsters. Yeah, they don't like the sun. There, did I do a good job, Mark? Uh, no, I did okay. that. Yeah, actually, valid point. Jack did a good job. Good job, <laughs> I Jack. said, ah, real monsters. If you can name for me all three ah, real monsters right now, all three of the main characters, I will watch any movie you want. You have 25 seconds. Can I no. name them? No, I know you no, know I don't them. watch cartoons. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Oblina, Ickis, and Crumb. Yep. Crumb's Duh. a cool name. <laughs> Duh, you dummy. Yeah, I mean, yes, you said it. Can but... we talk about what in the fuck subgenre is a horse? No, not yet, to? because there's one more important thing to cover. What? There, in addition to the plot of this movie being inscrutable, no matter what conditions you're watching, sure. there are three different versions of this movie floating out there that all have three oh, yeah. entirely this different a, endings. This is a good point. So, what version did you guys watch? So, through the power of sleuthing, that is one cursory Google search, I discovered that on Amazon <laughs> Prime, uh, that that's the theatrical release. Okay. Uh, on Shutter, if you're a Shutter subscriber, they have the director's cut. So this is the one that Barker made when he had his way with it. Sort of. You've got the, you've got the order a little screwed up there. So really? there's the theatrical release that's 102 minutes long, and that happened first. Because that it was happened theatrical. first. <laughs> then how do I have the order screwed? In up? like 2014, yeah, they, Clive Barker and another guy who I can't remember got their hands on all the unaltered footage uh-huh. and released the Cabal cut. Which is like yeah. 228. I, wasn't, I was only mentioning the two fuck. that we looked at. Fucking hell. Yeah, which is like two hours and yeah, two and a, a half hours long. Yeah, two and a half hours, yep. And then Clive Barker got rights to do it for a third time, but this time I don't think he had the unreleased footage, so he just got his pick of the studio footage that they kept, and that's the director's cut. I think the director's cut is just his version that someone will actually spend the time to watch. <laughs> so and I'm still confused one... about which one I watched. I watched the one that's free on Amazon Prime that is two hours long. That is the theatrical release. Okay, I watched that one. Me too. I think, no, no, that's the director's cut that's two hours and two minutes long. No, the one on Amazon is just over two hours. It is, on, or it's just under. It's right around two hours. That's theatrical. Shutter is the director's cut. That's like... Ten minutes longer. I watched the one on Shutter. It's two hours and two minutes long. No, it's not. It abs- and it says that it's absolutely time out. 
I have no okay. idea which one I watched. Okay, I watched the two-hour-long one. All right, we're back. We've looked it up. I am right. Ish. There is a theatrical cut. At sort of all right. A hundred minutes ish, hundred and two minutes. There's the director's cut at two hours and two minutes or two hours. Okay. And then there's the cabal cut at two and a half you're hours. You're convincing the listener that you're right. It yes. sounds like we're all right. No, you two watched the director's cut, which is available for free on Amazon Prime. We actually Prime. don't know. And on Shutter. Yes, we do. Eh, I don't know about that. Oh my God, this is infuriating. Not feeling too good myself. And there's that. <laughs> and there's that. In any case, this okay. movie is impossible Traffic to follow references. in whatever format you want. And it's not made easier by the fact that all three versions have wildly different endings. I actually kind of like how impossible it is to figure out what version we watched mirrors exactly how impossible it is to follow the narrative of the film. That's how we can decide <laughs> is what was the ending like for you. Okay, Jake, what was the ending like for you? Uh, he, like, splooged all over the god's nose and then fucking was the dude and he kissed his girl after she killed herself where was that wow. in the 30 second plot synopsis mark is that what happened in the version you watch because i have the- no idea because that was a fucking terrible description of what happened. <laughs> <laughs> um let's i don't know what differs between the movie's endings um yeah he gets turned into cabal and then he re he turns his lover into the night breed and uh decker or whatever gets re Enlivened uh, and becomes yes. a demon himself. Yes, I think that is the alternative version from the director's cut. Let and me ask you this: What happened to the so the dude at the beginning who tears his own face off with those shitty ass knives? What happens to him? Because I believe that's one of the important things that he, changes between yeah. cuts. Narcisse get, is is yes. uh, dead when they go to the barn in the director's cut, I think, and alive at the barn in the theatrical cut. So I want to say I saw the theatrical cut then, because I'm pretty sure he was... I don't remember him dying. Oh, then the one you watched was 102 minutes long. He got decapitated in my cut. Yeah, mine too. Uh, maybe I just have to go back and look. Uh, this movie's... I <laughs> oh, can't, my God. Even watching oh Sober, God. it's so hard to fucking remember any of the things that happened in this movie, because it's all detached from everything else. What we is this movie to write? to move on. No, <laughs> no we need to oh, talk about what I told you, you want to fucking do this, <laughs> we're going to have a seven-hour review. And look what's happening. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Monster? Fuck. Time for ratings? Yes. <laughs> this is Let's a monster go. movie. Boom, nailed it. Bo- monster, I got it. Yep, you sure did. Religious? Nah. Baphomet? Baphomet? No. He's like a Satan guy? No. The answer's no. Okay. It's it on This movie is kind of like a monster dark fantasy movie. This is like a fantasy movie. Yeah, it's like, what, oh, that's what would a good you call point. Actually, fantasy really <laughs> should be on here. I don't add know it. if we have it. Add it. Add yeah. it. Add it. <laughs> Jack's not chanting. I'm not I don't, excited. I feel uncomfortable now. Um, Cut to the future when I reference fantasy as being on the list, and you guys are pissed because I added it on my own, and I'm just going to splice in Jake chanting that we add it. That's Only if I you're editing know. this week. I'm going to splice in silence if I'm editing that week. <laughs> um, <laughs> or crickets or something. You're going to splice in silence. That's going to make things a lot better. Oh, yeah. It'll make the podcast a lot zippier. Dead air. Do you guys all, Do you guys have anything else? No. Fuck no. Slasher. Yes. Yeah. It There's is, a whole plot line. Fundamentally oh, at its core, a slasher movie. What? No, it's, well, maybe collectively. It's fewer than five minutes. Look, look. You, if you're gonna argue against slasher, you're arguing against that mask, which is tremendous looking. Was that mask yeah, the, the mask inspiration the for the Goombas in the live action Mario movie? 
No. I don't think so. It looked a lot like the Goombas. This is I the mean, perfect... I can see what you're saying now, and I appreciate it, but <laughs> I don't is... think that organically was where it came from. <laughs> uh, prove me wrong. <clears throat> this is the okay. perfect transition into what the movie does right. I have a quick question, actually, even though that I... is a perfect Oh, God. Segment. This is what we're really good at is fucking breaking our own stride. Let's hear it, Mark. Uh, you, as part of your New Year's resolution, set out to watch neo-kaiju movies. Uh, does this, this count? No. Okay. I understand cool. the question, but no. Uh, okay. I think kaiju, there have to be giant monsters. I do believe so, yeah. I've oh, also watched really? none of those movies. I thought your whole thing specifically was like new monster movies that aren't necessarily kaiju. I think kaiju is a subset of monster movies, and kaiju necessitates that they be giant. Yeah, so I'm talking like The Host is a good example of neo-kaiju. Oh. Oh, okay. Cool. Got it. Yeah, yeah. I've watched zero. Well, it's there's March. the fat dude who has the tentacles coming out of his tummy. Oh, yeah, that guy. So that ki- that's kind of <laughs> like the goes host. the neighborhood. <laughs> I don't have name? any weapons. No arms. I don't have any arms. No, he no, no, no. He says, I'm armed. Oh, or God. Something. He's a piece of shit. <laughs> Let's go to what the movie does right. Lots of monsters, and the monsters all look pretty good. But I, I beg to differ highly with all, but there is a lot of creativity here, and there is Clive Barker up the ass with. There's a whole sequence here where I forget her name is walking through. I forget her name. <laughs> it's been a while since we used and that. It drop. really leans hard on the Clive Barker kind of gross out body things happening. There's yeah. a lot of that. Yeah, and it delivers it kind of. A, it delivers it all at once to a degree, and then you kind of have like the whole lynch mob sequence. But the introductory scene is really nice, and there's a lot of variety there. What don't you so think- much variety that you could say they ran out of ideas? Absolutely. <laughs> but I kind of like the way they all look. I don't actually Do know if they ran out of ideas. Well, if one of your legitimate ideas is girl who has hand growing off her chin, then you have some issues with Yo, your idea factory. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, because that's a, that's a real thing that I noticed, and it's like, okay, hand growing off of chin isn't enough. What do we do to make it a monster? Okay, A, skin, yellow. B, topless. Yeah. Done. Nailed it. Did well, we just you make do- a monster? Yo, we just made a monster, yo. <laughs> I'm sure they said yo a lot. You do reach a point in this movie, they're like, oh yeah, we should have some tits. And then it just happens for a while? <laughs> it happens a bunch. Mark, remember that Clive Barker is British, so if you could replace yo with bruv, please. <laughs> okay, yeah. Hey, bruv, did we just make a monster? <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. The... Okay, look, this movie does monsters pretty darn well. There's variety, there is surplus, there is whatever. So I don't know how much you guys read about this movie after watching it, but Clive Barker did this long, (laughs) rambling nonsense interview where he was talking about how he set out to make the Star Wars of horror movies. He was hoping for it to be like a multi-part saga with like deep, rich backstories to a lot of worlds. I think what he was thinking of when he thought of Star Wars was just the cantina scene. Think of the cantina <laughs> scene, and also like all it is. different worlds. But he also forgot that Star Wars had likable characters and a semi-coherent <laughs> plot. Like <laughs> I fucking love Clyde Barker. <laughs> at the end, of, I did read that at the end of that book, he does jizz all over Baphomet's head or whatever. Yeah. Yes, he does. He's imbued with the power, and he just can't contain it, and then he just pearl necklaces the dude. This was supposed to be part one of three. Oh, God. Let me just money shot a god real quick. (laughs) I will say, 
that this apparently spawned a comic book, and in later episodes of the comic book, it becomes the the Nightbreed versus the Cenobites in all-out war. And that nice. sounds pretty rad. I want that. Yeah. Can we just watch that? That's what I want. Clive Barker thinks that Aaron Boone is Luke Skywalker. Yes. That's tremendous. Yes. Aaron Boone <laughs> played for the Yankees. <laughs> That's disgusting, And the Indians. Though. And the Indians. Oh, Forget the Indians. God. Okay, well, we're, no one wants to talk about baseball. Uh, by the way, I'm out of things the movie does right. Oh, I have a few things. Um, okay. First off, the musical break, I want to talk about this for a second. At the very beginning, Johnny Get Angry. Actually kind of an awesome scene and heavily reminiscent of the oily sax man from The Lost Boys. I got really into it both times I watched it. It's so confusing, though. I don't, it like, comes out of nowhere and oh, recedes yeah. into nowhere. Yeah, yes, and they don't use those <laughs> musical cues at all anymore for the rest of the movie. But I am happy it exists, and I have had that song stuck in my head since yesterday. Wow. So, all right. Fundamentally, I mean that's a that's a good scene. I also want to talk about the uh, the slasher in general because yes, at its talk. heart, this is a slasher flick. Jake already said that's the mask. False. The mask is tremendous, but also like the scenes with the slasher himself, just Decker doing his things, played by J- David Cronenberg. By the I way, I was going to say let's talk about how it's Cronenberg. Yeah, <laughs> um, they're good. The scene when uh, what's her name goes back—I forget her name—goes back to see Cheryl in the car. Lori, there it is. When Lori goes back to get Cheryl from the car, and Cheryl's been killed and pinned to a tree or whatever. That's yeah. great. And even beyond that, the scene where he has the cop tied up with the Christmas lights, and he just whispers in, he goes, "No, I'm death, plain and simple." And then just yeah. well, and then he asks him to say it, and then he stabs him in the like chest, like as he's trying to say it. Oh. That is a good scene, The slasher man. scenes are effective, but why do you say that at its heart this is a slasher movie? Because that is literally the only plot this movie has. <laughs> yeah, the other part, the part that takes most of it, doesn't really make a lot of sense. So, so Mark, are, are you no aware of this? There. This was 100% marketed as only a slasher. The trailer only <laughs> had, fo- had footage of zero monsters and only had footage of the slasher. How is that? Po- uh, yeah, it's a mistake. How is that possible? It, With the poster that this movie had that looked like the fucking Monster Squad, how is that possible? I don't believe that that to be possible. I don't know, man. Oh, the trailer. Watch the trailer, though. It's insane. Okay, it's like an "I know what you did last summer" trailer. Listener, the trailer's in our written review. You can go on over <laughs> to azhor.com for that one. This it's- is you're, wait. You're setting us up for failure here because I feel like there's got to be multiple trailers, and I'll- I don't know which one I'm going to be able to find. I'll link the one I found from the article I found in our chat and post it in the podcast notes. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. But it's ridiculous because, like, it is by far the most disingenuous trailer I think I've ever seen. I love it. Uh, Maybe audition. Oh, oh, well, I mean, it's hard to tell. This is definitively disingenuous because you know that the studio is trying to market it as something it's not. I think I still as subscribing to the conspiracy theory that audition. I don't know if it's an if it's really a conspiracy theory, but that audition was basically one big ass practical joke, and they knew exactly what they were fucking doing. Oh, I think that's clear. I think that that's no. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Fair yeah, enough. Yeah. Uh, one other thing I wanted to touch on, which is just Elfman gonna Elfman. Um, <laughs> I, I, I I like the, the score right. in this movie. It it the whimsy that whimsy. that just yeah. it has inherent to it. It's a fantasy. Helps in most scenes. So you watched this both. You both watched this on Amazon Prime, right? Yeah. Yes. Anytime there was any score happening, were you able to discern a word of dialogue? 
I did oh, not have uh, a problem. Oh, that's actually something that I'm going to touch on a little bit later and does wrong, <laughs> but I'm just going to bring it up right now. No, the dialogue is incomprehensible. I watched this entirely with closed captions on, and it really helped. Yeah. I didn't have any problem with that. Oh, my God, because I watched not Shudder with these like big over-ear noise-canceling headphones, and every time there was score, it huh. is impossible to hear what they're saying. You guys just oh, need to get Sonos bumping. Even beyond business. the score, the dialogue is just impossible. <laughs> the score doesn't help, but even if it's just someone on screen alone talking in silence, it's pretty difficult. Because 1989? Yeah. Yeah, that's a yeah. real thing. There were good movies that came out in 1989. Silence of the Lambs came out in 91 or whatever. Yeah. I can hear what they're saying in Silence of the Lambs. Uh, Yeah, well, they knew what they were doing on the set of Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> <laughs> There's a slight that's difference. Gonna, that's going to take us what the movie does middle. Yeah, I got nothing here. <laughs> really? I mean, maybe the Nothing? monsters that you talked Much about. Much of this movie is does middle, I feel like. So Let's go. Okay, how about the painted sets? How about him driving into a background of a painted cemetery? How about the painted that's cemetery? That's just what it does wrong for no. Yeah, that's definitively in the bucket of what it does wrong No, for. that is fucking awesome. Th- but okay. it's also so shitty. It made sense in 1918 for the cabinet of Dr. Caligari. It makes sense here. It doesn't make sense with a $12 million budget in they 1989. They spent it all on the monsters. <laughs> a $12 million budget. It makes it and no major like... stars to speak of. It makes Yo, it they made a feel... dude that's a lunatone, okay? Yeah, bro. <laughs> oh it makes God. it feel more like a weird, kitschy fantasy movie. Okay, so this is actually what I had written down, and that's a terrible example to start with of the painted sets, but the high fantasy elements of this movie... That's like painted set prime, what the fuck? Fine, are what this movie does middle, because it is inherently charming and endearing, but also... Like, exactly. they thought there was going to be a lot more backstory and canon that was built into this thing, and then they just did fucking none of the legwork to do that. Uh, well, so... And- it's oh. it's nice, but it's also so fucking immersion-breaking. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I was pretty immersed at looking at that painting. <laughs> I looked at all the happy little trees. Jesus Christ. I liked it, but it was also really shitty looking. Jake, <laughs> so what, Jake what immersion rating and world-building would you give just any generic episode of Bob Ross? Oh, fuck. Ten? Is it a ten? Oh, it's ten. ten. No, okay. no, 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 no. World-building no. no. like you're playing the, the Bob Ross drinking game. Here's the deal. Uh, world building is pretty low, but immersion is pretty high. So it's like a seven. Dude, I get sucked into those fucking landscapes. Like you should have here, Jack. I get sucked into watching them turn into landscapes. You know, at the very start, that's the part I like of just like, this is just a blur of colors. What the fuck? And then he puts and like then a he... giant splotch of brown on there and he's like, you fucked it up. And then he fixes it immediately. <laughs> Why yeah. And then there's sold... like three brush strokes and it's a beautiful like desert landscape. And you're like, the fuck? With twelve million bucks in your budget, you should have at least had Bob Ross doing your paintings. They should have hired B- Bob Ross, and that's going to take us to what the movie does wrong. I think so, <laughs> Mark. I, I want to ask you though: Have you seen like uh, Hellboy Two? Oh yeah, the Golden Army. I fucking love that movie. Because like I, to me, this was trying to do what that movie did really successfully with the high fantasy elements, and this movie just did it a lot worse. That's a good point, actually. I think, I mean, notably, that's in reverse, right? Hellboy was a comic book slash graphic novel that was turned into movies and thus had the canon to like sit on right this was the opposite direction where they saw what happened i assume with the cantina scene in star wars and was like whatever our fans (laughs) will figure shit out 
Our fans will just fill in all these gaps for us. Fuck it's like, you. It's like the opposite. You know when you write like a thousand pages of backstory that doesn't make it into the movie, but the world feels rich? This is like yeah. the fans will figure out all the backstory. We just won't write any of it. I read this is actually a pretty good book adaptation. I, it's on its way to my home. You're yeah, going to read you the, the book pretty... and you're going to be like, holy shit. Do you mean, do you mean like it's it's pretty... Uh, Faithful like... to the book. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, That's what I've heard. <laughs> Which I'm means curious how that goes. <laughs> yeah. I'll let you know. Yeah. Stay tuned, listener. Two weeks, three I weeks had one. Now. I had one more middle thing, though, actually. Oh. The militia scene. When they mobilize and they're rolling out. So fun. These fucking assholes, When the dude though, just, like, fillets the garrote wire or whatever. The dude, like... Hanging out of the car like it's a golf cart, splattering beer all over himself. It's like, why? <laughs> but it's also kind of funny, and I needed that at that point in time in the movie. I really in a did. weird way, I got a strange vibe of the end of 28 Days Later. Does that make any sense? Yeah, I kind of know what you mean. Where it just, just goes, like, it just goes, and like, now this. Yeah, exactly. And now we're doing a different thing. Now we're just having a war. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Didn't love it. Yeah, the dude licking the garrote wire was notable. I like A lot that. of things are notable. We got to jump into what it does wrong, though. And look, we've been talking about a lot. Plot. Fine. Writing. Dialogue. Anything you want to put. It's all. <laughs> all of it. Terrible. <laughs> Literally everything associated with this movie is what it does wrong. It's This, this story <laughs> is impossible to follow. Especially if you're drunk. Oh my god! Yeah, I, I, I love that you imagine. thought you fell asleep, but you did. Literally, literally, my first note that then repeats itself four other times in my notes is just "What the fuck, Jake?" <laughs> <laughs> but like, it's and and to go along with this, I'll put pacing in here too, because what the hell? It starts off with like this uh, patient of a psychiatrist who's being given LSD and then the psychiatrist is a slasher and then he just meets another crazy guy who's like, oh, there's monsters here, go meet them. And then, and then the he monsters, rips his face off. Yeah, bite him. And th- th- then they're really concerned about the security to the Nightbreed when they're just like, you can wander in apparently. I- oh, God. I gotta tell you, actually, uh, you were basically doing a significantly better job at the 30-second plot synopsis than Jake did on me. <laughs> Fuck off, Bark. Whatever. <laughs> oh, I mean, my that, God. No Aaron Boone jokes, though, so. Yeah, that's he. Not on the same level. Woof. Uh, yeah, 25% of this movie is the battle scene. In a- <laughs> and that's, But that's the good part. And it's, it's the most the enjoyable part. part. What? That part's awesome. It, it is it's awesome. It's monsters but- and militia fighting. It's great. It's You basically go from a slasher movie mixed with a, like, almost a Holocaust type movie, like an indigenous peoples being just snuffed out movie to just straight up war. It's a strange transition. It's a strange movie. (laughs) It's a a guy who has been a member of their species for less than eight hours is the one to rally all the troops just to self-preservation. Do you know? Yo, it is as the, the past has been foretold, man, or I I can't speak. That is a good. So are the Nightbreed just, you get bitten by a nightbreed and you're a nightbreed? Or was he already a nightbreed? It must be, because then he turns his lover into a nightbreed. Well, he randomly thought he was a monster. I don't know. I don't fucking care. Because uh, if so, why aren't they just out hey, biting everyone? You're going to read the book and you're going to tell us about everything we don't know. Why aren't they just be... biting everyone? Let's just rewatch Nightbreed in three weeks when Jack's read the book and get back to this. <laughs> pause. <laughs> pause right now. And then we'll, we'll just <laughs> no, don't pa- skip ahead I, yeah, three pause weeks. Pause that. It'll be his rocking horror world. It'll be the only thing. Guaranteed. 
That, yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> Hey, you have a you do have a bunch of omnibus movies you still need to see. Just so just pointing that out. Uh spoilers, I don't. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Okay, cool. <laughs> Next week, listener. I feel like that's a bluff. Uh, yeah, cuz he has 3 and that's unlikely, but okay. I I, I, I have some left. <laughs> <laughs> you just said none. So, now No, I didn't. I said I don't have all left. Oh, that's logic. I can't do that right now, bud. Fuck you. Tell me what else the movie does wrong, Mark. Um, well, we already talked about the audio being a little iffy. It's you. I highly recommend you watch this with closed captions. I'm just going to plug that one more time. Sometimes movies are just better with closed captions. Does Shutter also, have I'm closed captions? Old, so whatever. I'm sure they do, but I could not yeah. find them. Uh, yeah, they do. Okay. I don't think I've experienced them in an English movie. Yeah. But they do. Okay. I also was pretty sure that knowing what they were saying wasn't going to help me understand, so I didn't try all that hard. It at least lets you know which characters are which characters sometimes. Oh, that would have been helpful. <laughs> yeah. I know um, the names of no one except Aaron Boone. Well, his girlfriend's name is Lori, and the girl who gets pinned to the tree is Cheryl, and that's about as far as I got. Baphomet is Baphomet. Oh, and then the weird dude with, with Gills who dies at the end, his, his name is uh, Lylesburg. I wrote that down because it's a weird name. It is a weird name. Yep. I don't care um, about any of this. Also, let's just real quick. This is a great practical movie. I don't think anyone's going to argue with you on that. Kind of cheesy. But um, sure. let's talk about that random flying hammerhead shark that's unexplained. Let's talk about a few oh of the Oh, my God. Like that, that. <laughs> that scene. I was like, practical, practical, practical. That thing? Yeah. It was- it, it's not CG because this is definitively, definitively before the era of CG. But uh, false. what the fuck Simply is false, that thing? It's a flying sparkler. and It's and like the lightning at the end of Hellraiser. I mean, it is sort of like okay. true to form for Clive yeah. Barker. But before that, no, exactly, because before that, when he's when Aaron Boone is laying dead in the morgue and all his wounds start to crackle with purple oh, yeah, electricity, with the blue lightning thing. it's the exact same lightning effect that's from Hellraiser, the one that he said, I just did myself drunk in the two days like before the movie had to come out. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, but yeah. you had $12 million this time, you motherfucker. I think it was actually him and his editor, but yes. Yeah, it was blue this time, so totally different. Jesus. And then it's, that's the same effect they use on Baphomet at the end of the movie. Those three scenes are all fucking terrible. They don't look good. Um, I am curious, like, I think they probably did look good at the time. They're interesting VFX. I, I, I don't think people were, like, spoiled with how realistic things look now, right? And on I, VHS, I bet it looked fine. But yeah, it does I'll not agree. Age well. I, I agree with that. I mean, think about it, dude. This is like pre N sixty four era. Back to the Future. Yo, came this out in is pre Super Nintendo era. P- okay, well, all the same, things looked a lot better than they would now. Back to the Future came out in nineteen eighty five. Well, Back to the Future is an all time classic. Okay, also that same Spielberg year, Spielberg and Industrial Light and, and Magic. What year did Scrooge come out? <laughs> like ninety four. That movie is good too. Okay, what year did Fantasia come out? Oh my god, like 42? <laughs> that movie's okay. old as shit. That movie was great. That's an all-time classic too. What Next are we doing? What is happening? <laughs> Hold on, what year did Jaws mind? 2 come out? <laughs> What'd you say? Bad Boys you... 2? Uh, Jaws 2. Oh, uh, Jaws 2 But I'm sucked. also curious about Bad Boys 2. Bad Boys 2 is a way better number 2 movie. Like 2009? No, fuck that. That <laughs> movie was in, definitely in high school. No, maybe junior high. We were old. We're old. Oh god. Uh, can we talk? Can we talk about the flashback to the past that the little girl gives to Lori, of we the can. dude who's just like, 
I don't know why he, you would. Here's an explanation of what the Nightbreed are. And then there's a completely nonsensical scene of a dude in a chair getting flailed with whips and shit. And they're like, there you go. Nightbreed. Yeah, duh. It's just like the Nightbreed also existed in the past. <laughs> yeah. And it's always been this weird. So welcome. <laughs> Hope you're on board. Because if I you're think- not, fuck you. I think all of this is coming back to just the, my thesis argument for this whole movie is that Clive Barker is just a nine-year-old kid, and we never realized. Yeah. Someone gave someone gave a nine-year-old child $12 million to make a monster movie, <laughs> and uh, that's, this is what happened. Yeah, I, I got to tell you what. Clive Barker might be one of those guys who has some good ideas but really needs a lot of editing. Because Look, dude, if- he, he should have had a director direct his movie okay yeah. we talked we joked about it earlier that honestly would have helped a lot fuck yeah he wrote a book I don't i'm know. gonna go out on a limb here and say that clive barker should be a producer he's the guy who you like keep locked in the room who gives you ideas and then you have a writer director cinematographer whatever editor they do their own thing they create the thing that he tells them to create that's how this should work i kind of want to watch the theatrical cut now because at 102 minutes it might be taller or at not 102 minutes fuck at uh and what am I trying to say? 120. 102. No, it, yeah, 102 Hour minutes. 42. Right. Fuck. It might Good be Lord. tolerable. We're all very tired, listener. Uh, things uh, are so I'm hard. Glad you, I'm glad you said that, Jack, because I have an assignment for you. When you are done reading Cabal, go back and watch the theatrical cut and weigh in. Never. I refuse. Okay. You literally just said you're tempted to go back and watch it. I'm just saying to pair those two pieces of content together. <laughs> yeah, Fuck. come on. This movie wasn't that bad. <laughs> Jesus it's Christ. It's hard to sit through again. I'll tell you that much. I've watched it twice in three days. <laughs> you're an American. <laughs> it's true. I am that. And when they gave Clive Barker all the footage he wanted and no studio restrictions, he released a two and a half hour version of it. Oh, yeah. You well, piece that's of where shit, all the good Clive Barker. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> what? Okay, that's weird. Mark! Yes? Is there a train approaching? Please, God. Oh, all aboard for the night train. Whoa. Nitpick station. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, Why did the dog sound like a rabid bird when it got kicked? The, like, French bulldog at the very beginning? There, there are multiple weird sound effects. It's a Boston movie. Terrier. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, But yeah, it made yeah. it sound like a rabid bird. Uh... Other one, I don't know they... if I have in my memory banks the knowledge of what a rabid bird okay, sounds Okay, well, it like. sounds like that dog, so just go I back and watch I don't think birds the... can get rabies. Go back and watch the fucking movie for a third time. Also, they use Vincent Price's laugh like ten times in this movie. <laughs> yeah, the exact same <laughs> the laugh. The exact same one. The, you know the That's one, my the one in Thriller, too. that one. Yeah. Uh, they also use that canned like police band chatter all the fucking time every yeah. time there's a cop it's, it's a bad, 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 look bad, dude they didn't have any of their 12 million dollar budget left they had to save speaking <laughs> of police officers makeup. i'm surprised there wasn't a wilhelm scream what the fuck kind of squad of police officers is this oh Canadian. my god yeah why the were they not royal mounties that would have made it way better a, a militia and royal mounties a psychiatrist walks immediately up to a suspect screams he's got a gun and they just open fire before he even gets out of the fucking way <laughs> they shoot him hey yeah everyone's loaded up with fucking shotguns and assault weapons <laughs> um <laughs> to start. very canadian yeah super <laughs> super canadian 
And then, yeah, they just... Un- and it's not even like they shoot him once. They don't even have, like, a designated guy who has the, the target painted. It's like, oh, fuck, firing squad, everybody empty your clips. Yeah, just every... They shoot him so many times. I mean, being reactive and in a panic is very Canadian, but they should have at least said sorry. <laughs> He's got a gun. The, the fucking psychiatrist is still, like, two feet away from the other guy, and they're unloading. <laughs> So that's nice. Great shots. throughout this whole movie are God. Let's talk about the guy who shoots into the smoke because he panics and just straight up shoots his, his, like, his partner. Yeah. <laughs> just shoots insane. him right in the chest. <laughs> Let's talk about this movie tries to make a porcupine woman sexy. Hey, and it kind of turned me on. Yikes. <laughs> nitpick, dude. I have a nitpick with you. <laughs> <laughs> nitpick, not enough sexy porcupines. I well, nitpick, with n- nitpick. where else am I going to find more of this fetish? <laughs> yeah, this almost is almost any porn site, I'm sure. <laughs> Hold on, Scarecrow. <laughs> nitpick, I like how the cool Canadian SWAT team guy wears his hat backwards. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's a, okay. Actually, that's. How come the monsters at Midian are so shocked and upset that somebody figured out where Midian is? They're just wandering around a very well worn cemetery. Also, was huge. the guy, was Narcisse a night breed who then left and then went back? Or how the fuck did he know the exact location of Midian and all that other shit? It's not, it's not, what do you mean the exact location? It's just a cemetery. It's not like the fucking. Okay. <clears throat> it's a cemetery with a city underneath Atlantis. It. It's a cemetery that monsters are walking around in in the night. I feel like that's an important note to make regarding the cemetery. Nighttime, when nobody's ever at cemeteries. Yeah, except for goth kids. <laughs> Actually, that would have been a really nice little like sub point. There's there's one nightbreed that's not even a nightbreed. It's just like a kid with like eye makeup and a leather jacket and one of those weird metal finger things. Oh yeah, well I mean technically Narcisse had some weird metal finger things. That's true. Yeah, yeah. they were weird. Hey, let's jump to Decker's secret hideout. His his serial killer hideout. Oh my god, the room with the blood bubble <laughs> thing. <And> I- <laughs> 11 so you're, million you're knives. You're Clive Barker. You're designing a secret hideout for a serial, uh, a super rich serial killer. What do you give him? You give him fucking bubble fountains that are stained red, a table full of different knives just arranged in various orders, and weird modern art of a guy in a mask that is presumably just Decker in a mask Yep, and a yes. desk to sit at. Yep. Why not, dude? <laughs> Makes sense to me. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect set design. Okay, cool. Uh, back to the police officers. When they're in the station, one of them looks at the other one who's drinking coffee and says, can I give you something that'll blow your brains? <laughs> and pours whiskey into his coffee. Wait, is this a neat pick? No, it's a Why? Neat what? Pick. How's this not a neat pick? Okay, because if they're That's at the point- That's something we would do normally. If they're at the point where they're drinking to, whiskey and that. coffee on shift, that's not going to blow their brains. Yeah, man, I got something that's going to blow your brains. <laughs> I got, You want something that'll quell the shakes mildly? <laughs> <laughs> would you like something that would help your struggle with alcoholism? More or- alcohol! <laughs> uh, I mean, it's true. I have nothing else to say on that, so can we jump to something else? Yeah, uh, the bloodthirsty monsters. What are they called? The berserkers? The, like, lunatics in the bottom of the city? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He releases them. 
and they are six inches from him, and he jumps up and jumps up, swings five feet up, and hangs from a pipe, and they all totally ignore him and run past him. They don't give a shit, dude. They can't look up. They're like dogs. These are yeah. not bloodthirsty. <laughs> they can look forward. But they can't look up. They can still see him. <laughs> he goes up. They, no, he goes like, up. They he cut that up. scene so early because they had to run around him. They had to bump past him. He goes up. He doesn't go he up. He goes up. They can't look up. <laughs> Jack, Jack, they have no vertical, okay? Their, their stats, they have great strength, but like... Their measurables are Yikes, not very you good. You got to cut it out. Mark's really you know the D and D stuff. You got to cut it out. At first, I thought you were making like a Space Jam thing, and then I realized what was happening, and I did not like it. His... I was actually going for a combine joke. Oh, like an yeah. NFL combine? Yeah, exactly. Nice. That just happened. Keeping it topical. His crotch is at eye level to them running out of down this hallway. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'd go for that. Jack, dogs to... can't look up. Fuck you. <laughs> I think that's cows. Cows can't look up. Neither can dogs. Yeah, dogs look up all the time. You guys are missing the joke. I don't like it. It's supposed to be a whore podcast. We don't make <laughs> jokes on this podcast. It's 100% serious all the time. Yeah, apparently. Serious While we're being serious, can we talk about the girl trying to pick up the pastry? I don't know if I remember what you're talking about. One of the random girls who dies in sort of the middle, because I feel like they wanted to remind us that this was a slasher film. <laughs> She, she, they're at, they're at like the motel or whatever, and she drops a donut on the ground, and it splashes into a billion pieces, which is nitpick one. And then she's like, "Okay, I guess I gotta, I got I gotta pick this up." So then she goes down, beds down behind the counter, picks it up, like she pinches it one by one, and puts like the smallest little bit back up on the counter. Nitpick two takes for fucking ever. Nitpick three, she then licks her finger with like one of the chunks on it that's been on the ground, and then just says, "Gross me out." And then she stands up and gets... It, I don't remember it. any of this. <laughs> that's what... I, yeah, okay. Well, that's an entirely separate thing about what this movie does wrong. But. I don't remember this at all. <laughs> Seriously? Maybe yeah. I watched a different cut than you guys did. So there's that. Well, why that's would you have there. that in the movie? <laughs> yeah, that's well, in the yeah. shorter cut, if anything, is the depressing part. Yeah. Um, yeah, because so yeah, my nitpick was that, that this girl sucks. Narcisse lived in his. No, he said he didn't remember. I need to go. Back. I watched the default Amazon one, the one that you just search it on Amazon and hit play. That's all. Both well, I, okay. Both the, the theatrical and the director's got come up when you do that. Well, nice I fuck. did. I did voice control Nightbreed, and then it has one, and then I click play. Wow. Yeah, that's that's the same one I would have watched then. Yeah. And this is just a scene that you guys completely forgot, which I love it's, as on its own. It's a long fucking movie. <laughs> it is super long. Are we done? Uh, I want to. Uh, one more. God, hurry. Laurie's stabbing herself at the end of the movie is an aggressive move. None of you know how this oh, nightbreed yeah. powers work. That scene is just just shoehorned right in there because there needs to be some romantic tension or something that they're going to play out in the sequels that are definitely going to happen because people are going to fucking love this movie. Yeah, this is Star Wars. <laughs> let's, have, let's have the female protagonist fucking kill herself. Just go nuts. <laughs> that seems like a great investment in our future. <laughs> Yeah. How is the drunk priest still drunk when he's in the cell? Uh, what somebody's slipping in booze. Somebody what? gave him something that'll blow his brains. Okay, so you actually that's accurate. <laughs> that's a neat pick. One of those guys has definitely given him something to blow his brains. Yeah. Okay. I was like, this dude's been in here for some period Why of time. Why did they bring him to the fucking cemetery? I thought, no, it's because they, they knew that <clears throat> Midian was a biblical thing somehow. So they brought him because he was on hand to learn them about some biblicisms. 
What was he going to learn then? They were just going there to shoot things anyway. <laughs> There's the whole scene where he's reading about Midian to them in the back of the police cruiser. I, them feigning interest in that is the least interesting thing I could possibly think of. There's a they, lot of interesting through... things on screen okay. here, Jake. That's saying something. Yeah, <laughs> they well. went through they went through a whole like know your enemy phase, okay? It lasted about 2 minutes. Yikes. Yeah. We have to go to ratings. Here we go. You're feeling all right. I'm not feeling too good myself. Over at AZ Horror, use a 1 through 10 rating system to rate the movies we watch. For one, think of how you'd rate how good Mike is at lying. I ran into them by chance because I was merely getting something from my car. What were you getting? I'm sorry? What were you getting? Uh, I was getting some uh, medicine. What kind of medicine? Um, it's knee medicine. Knee? Medicine. Yeah, knee medicine uh, for uh, one of, just one of my knees. Which one? Which knee? My left left knee, Your Honor, uh, sir. My left knee, I have problems with my left knee. Um, it hurts when I uh, crouch. What, what was the name of the medicine? Um, I want to say it's called uh, Crouch Cream, but that's not right. Um, it's a white tube with a red label I'm, I'm sure an intern could research this it has a silhouette of a horse on it and I don't know why the horse is on there I guess horses probably have good knees so um, but I think it's called uh, Kneezy Kneezy cream I don't think that's it it's it's searchable I'm, I'm, I'm very positive positive. and for 10 they give you to rate Bluto's desire to fight well just kiss my ass from now not me! I'm not going to take this! Warmer, he's a dead man! Stories, the first category to rate these movies. Jake, this was your pick. Yeah. Give it a goddamn story rating. Six. What? A six. <laughs> Excuse me? I gave it a six. Did you? I, is this, this a joke? Is a quantity over quality. <laughs> yeah. Is this a joke? <laughs> There's a there real volume play here. I gave this a six. This might come up later in the year. Jake! Jake! <laughs> Hold back to us. You gave Nightbreed a six for story. I actually gave Nightbreed a two for story. Okay, Jesus. The only point that this can be awarded is the slasher that's not quite on screen for enough time. It's fewer than five minutes. Yeah. At least uh, that's what Clyde Barker says this, during his lunatic this rant. This movie is a really difficult one to unfurl when you're trying to think <laughs> about it. Uh, story is just a hot mess. Just a hot mess. <laughs> That was a good joke. I really like that. That worked pretty well. Look, I, I gave it a two a also. I held it. Mark? Yep. Um, well, I hate to tell you guys this, but I went I went higher. <laughs> I gave it I gave it a three. <laughs> um, I think I am swayed a little bit of just on the magnitude of the things that are happening here, but I mean that's basically the only reason I was a little bit higher. It's not a good story. Nope. No, yep. it isn't. <laughs> world building and immersion is our second category. Jake, what world? What's your world building and immersion? What world? For? The cantina scene from Star Wars. Oh yeah, that thing. Yeah, uh, I wasn't very immersed in it. But I will tell you, I was more immersed in this world than I was. Hap- than oh boy, than the rating for story was. What? 
Give it your three and move on. I did. Okay, good. And I will. Cool. <laughs> yeah. I gave it a three also. <laughs> Fuck. I think you're... He's not... Look, he's not trying. Like, I think he was trying to build a world, but if he had any backstory to any of it, none of that made it into the movie. And then it jettisons wildly between human sure. world and monster world, and it's very jarring and impossible to follow. And the pacing takes me out of it every 10 seconds along with the audio issues this is a hard movie to pay attention to it's a three mark i gave it a four i think we're we're just in lockstep i'm just for some reason i'm one point above you guys because you saw it twice um well i did see it twice i think there's something to be said about the fantastical world they build they obviously are relying on a lot of stuff that isn't there and sort of haphazardly throwing shit up there but there is Sort of a reason why this movie still is in the zeitgeist. Jake, you can you can feed into that a little bit, right? I mean, well, I mean, absolutely, but I haven't gotten to that part of the rating yet. Okay, well, I guess that's sort of where I'm where I'm putting this in to that rating because there's a reason people still talk about this. It's Clive Barker having twelve million dollars. He creates a world. It might not be the most fleshed out world, but it is there. Okay, it is there. I'll give you that. So I mean, that, I guess that's why I went a little bit higher than you guys did. I, I mean, it's it's approaching average. That's like trying to grasp the extent of the universe, though. Clive Barker's <laughs> world in this movie is like a fuck. No, it's like a fuck. <laughs> it's like a fuck. No. Okay. I, no. Fair enough. Woof. Scare factor is our third category. Jake, what's your scare factor score? Uh, I'll give it a two and a half. I, this is mostly, we said this earlier, it's mostly a fantasy movie. The monsters are here, but there's nothing scary about, like, a pink dreadlocked fish man. Like, that's not scary. There's not a lot of fear to the monsters. The scare actually comes in in the slasher side of things. Yep. The mask here is really nice. Really nice. It's fucking creepy, actually. I don't like it. It inspired the Goombas from the live-action Mario movie. Yeah, that's canon now. Yeah, it's canon now. But so little of the movie is spent on that that it actively detracts from that scare. (laughs) Uh, I guess you could say it makes it better when it's on screen, but there's still not enough here. Uh, this is a horror movie without a lot of scare, is what it is, because it is a horror movie. Yeah. It just is weirdly unscary. Yep. Yeah. What'd you give it? A two and a half. Okay. Uh, I like, by the way, just as a side note, I like that we're calling things that are ostensibly just facts canon to reality now. Is that... That's what I don't want to be held accountable for my vocabulary on a day like today. Okay, fair enough. Okay. I gave it a three. Because of uh, the slasher and because of There Goes the Neighborhood Guy. That guy was freaky. That guy? That guy. That guy is like Wyatt's fantasy prime. That's just like the dude in the cantina. That guy freaked me out. Fucking hell. <laughs> Mark. I gave it I gave it a three. Uh, and it's entirely because of the uh, slasher elements, like Jake was saying. The, I don't know. The monsters might get in your head of like... No. Just if you're like a small child, I guess. I don't know. The Lunatune, the Lunatone guy. He's kind of I don't know what I'm saying. Nothing about that though. Yeah. None of that's going to get into your head as mu- like if you watch this movie as a small child, you're not remembering that. You're remembering this fucking mass killer cuz he's terrifying. Yeah, that that's that's what I'm saying. That's the actual scary part. I think my brain has literally stopped working. Most of the things I've said in the last 3 minutes are nonsense. Good. Let's I'm glad along. to continue. That's fine. <laughs> Effects or yeah. judicious lack thereof is our penultimate category. Jake, what's I'm your effects it, score? 
what I feel like is almost too high a score, but I'm I have to continue to gush about the mask. I'm giving it a seven. There's a lot. There's a lot of practical okay. here. There's a yeah. There's a lot of practical here that I think for the most part is inventive. A lot of it works well. A lot of it well. There's there's so much that I can say a lot for both sides. Some of it really doesn't. Uh, but that Wait, that well, mask. I like how long you've spent talking about how much you can say without actually saying anything. I know that, that, but that mask is very unique, one of a kind. Breaks through all the clutter in terms of slasher masks. Uh, yeah, practical is by and large good here. We talked about the weird shark thing, and we talked about audio. So I feel like it does net net feel a little high, but I'm not willing to go lower. How about that? I don't hate your score. I gave it a six. Yeah. I think the practical is very, very good, but it's the, the electric CG stuff looks absolutely terrible. And well, Barker, sound, all the stuff you said. Look, I don't have anything interesting. It's a six, six. Mark. I mean, I also gave it a six. We're all kind of in lockstep here. This is, But this is the reason this movie survives still. You can look at it and fundamentally say that everything looks cheesy and shitty, but... That's what you're going for when you're watching this movie. And the weird, goofy charm of this is augmented by those effects. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's going to take us into overall, and I'm legitimately curious, Jake. I gave it a four overall. It's not a movie that I can really recommend outside of the fact that I feel like that's still a bit of a tilt up in terms of score. The slasher thing that's happening here is interesting. The looniness of the monster side of the story is interesting, and you put those two together and realize that it's one movie that's playing out over like a two-hour span, and that is novelty that is why this is a cult classic. This thing is fucking bananas. Like, you have not seen this, and that's something that I wasn't really thinking about when I chose it, but we've done this experiment, like I said, and I wanted to see how it would play out. Played out weird. (laughs) <laughs> didn't think I would have didn't think I would have that feeling walking out of it and I did so played out weird played yeah. out weird yeah look I I'm struggling with this rating because on the one hand how much do I want to watch it again like a two or a three yeah like not much how much can I recommend it to another person to watch like a one or a two but Yet. it's better than that I gave it a four as well yeah it's, I mean I think I'm just too confused. This is yeah, a movie you, that's worth Barker, watching. You did it. This is a movie that's worth watching like twice over a long period of time. <laughs> Probably, which is exactly what you did. I think isn't is that right? Yeah, I basically just take my reality and say it's what you should do. So, <laughs> Mark, do you have any insight on this uh, overall Jake score? Jake has never made a mistake. Not really. I gave it a four and a half, so we're all in the same boat. Um, this is a movie that is tailor made for those parties that you have where you're just like let's watch fucking weird movies and like talk about them and make fun of them hey that's guys, what this is made for want to watch the dark crystal no <clears throat> want to watch nightbreed yeah <laughs> yeah there you go i mean yes exactly exactly that situation watch hellboy 2 instead golden Army. i great. don't disagree with that that's a great movie yeah i think so you might actually fuck up by picking too good of a movie in that situation i so. agree yeah that movie yeah. has a lot going on all right we did it uh yeah so the thumbs up thumbs down segment hard what thumbs down <laughs> yeah yeah me too don't watch this one wait do we have the opportunity to hang like it's a frozen scene of joaquin phoenix you do but there's already two thumbs downs oh yeah i right. actually I, here's what i want to happen i want two arms to come out of my stomach and then wrap around my head and look like they're gonna give thumbs up and then just hard thumbs downs oh i'm this movie's not a hard thumbs down you guys are being 
douches. <laughs> <laughs> Yet what you are giving it is a... I'm going to give it a thumb sideways because you're doing it real <laughs> Fuck dirty. Fuck you. Here. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's close to average. I get it. That's fine. <laughs> God. Now, I'd say it's time to get out of here, but uh, we got business to attend to. <laughs> a lot of business, actually. Yeah. We are out of movies. You know what that means. Are you expecting theme music here? Yeah, I feel Mark, like you'll compose sp- some theme music and splice it in. Yeah. Just the yep, dirge yep, version yep. of the yep. Cantina song. <laughs> I'll see what I can do. Yes, that. <laughs> All Holy right. Shit. So, do we have an order prepped? Are we just w- random going, movies? We, we, go... we got look, look, listener. We got to pick new movies to watch. Yeah, we'll pick. We'll do. Let's look. Are we picking our next nine movies? Here's the deal. Yeah, we're we all. Are. This should we're be a, each picking nine movies. This, sh- this should be abundantly clear at this point in time in the episode. We're all real tired right now. We were guys. loopy when we were sober, and well, <laughs> I'm less loopy, and that's saying something. And uh, anyway, we're all real tired, and we're not going to try too hard. We're going to do the same thing we did last time, same order. Ha! We're all going to pick three movies. Hey, fun! I don't remember the order from last time, so I hope Mark you do. You and me. Oh, okay. There's the order. That'll play. So, let's pick movies. Hey, Mark. Yes? What's the first movie we're watching next? Uh, yeah. I actually kind of have a little bit of a theme, and I apologize in advance because it's horror-ish. It's, it's Wait, movies your theme is- We're definitely going to have, we're going to have conversations about whether or not these are horror movies. Okay. That's cool. We, we won't uh, have that first- question about any of my movies, by the way. Okay, well, good. I'm glad you're going to bounce me out. That's actually perfect. Um, This one contains one of the best villains of all time in any movie. It is uh, interesting because he's actually not the bad guy of the movie. Uh, We're watching Anthony Hopkins and his Uh, award-winning performance as Hannibal. Yeah. We're watching (laughs) Mike Rowe as (laughs) Buffalo Bill. (laughs) And if that Uh, joke confuses you, go back and listen to I Can't Even Remember What the Movie Was. Uh, I don't even know if that was an actual review. That was like in an omnibus. I think or it was no, 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 no. no, no. Was that was that was Banshee sure. chapter. Yeah, Banshee chapter. Oh yeah, shit. that title is so bad. Oh fuck that movie. The movie we're watching is Silence of the Lambs. That's one we're watching. That's my pick. <laughs> okay, Boom. good pick. I'm very excited about my pick. It's come up surprisingly little in our 120 plus discussions, and I think it's an unmitigated modern classic. Oh god, starring Nathan Fillion and Elizabeth Banks. We're watching what? Slither. Oh, I don't know if this oh yeah, no, I yep, good choice. I like this movie. I don't how know is if it's come up spoilers? A time. I know. I how is that possible? Yeah, I don't know. Fuck yeah, Slither. That's my pick. Jake, I feel bad about what I'm about to do. Oh goodness. Uh, no, I don't. I don't feel bad. That's about par for the course. I, yeah. I, no, I shush. I don't feel bad. I feel like this movie is going to probably delight Mark. Because I'm picking a late, no. I'm picking a late '90s movie, which I don't do. Oh boy, this movie has Josh Hartnett in it. Oh boy, this movie has Elijah Wood in it. Oh, is this oh the boy. faculty? This movie's called the faculty? faculty. Yeah, I knew he was gonna delight. You. I knew it. I knew he was gonna delight. God damn it! I want to watch it. Why? I don't know. I haven't seen it. I want to watch it. God, I haven't seen this movie. Okay. Oh my god, this movie's been on my list for so long, and I've never been able to like. Really get the vibe right hey, when I want to watch it. This is a really bad sign. I'm not excited about well, this. I, I also have not seen that movie. Oh, uh, sweet! And I'll I'm tell you what, he's gonna love it. Fucking pumped. I have seen it. Mark's gonna love it. 
<laughs> yeah, okay, I'm very interested. I'm very. Interested. I think that means everybody else is gonna love it, and you're just gonna shit on it because you're a killjoy. <laughs> <laughs> just because Reddit and everybody else that listens to our stuff thinks so doesn't oh, make it uh, true. Ushers in this movie. <laughs> it's it's a fucking murderer's row of actors. Jordana okay? Brewster. I do love Jordana Brewster. There Fancy you go. Jansen? Jack's gonna love this too. Her. Her role in 16 seconds of each Fast and Furious movie is great. Well, Google's <laughs> telling me that similar movies, first one is Slither, so. I whole disagree thing here. with that. Boom. Run a whole thing here. Bangarang, Doom Tree. Uh, is it me now? Can someone throw it to me? Yes, yes Mark. Yes, you're next, Mark, with your second pick of the draft. Okay. Uh, we talked about Gaspar Noe a little bit earlier in this podcast, sure talking about his recent movie Climax coming out. Um, I apologize to anyone out there who doesn't like looking at flashing lights because we're going to watch Enter the Void. Okay. That's a good I've pick. Ne- I've seen about 10 minutes of this movie. I have not it was seen the part this one. that's like sane. Yeah, so I'm excited for this. I haven't seen this one. Uh-uh. Yeah, get ready for an experience. <laughs> okay. I like that. Uh, my next pick is one I'm curious if you guys have heard about because I hadn't heard about it until recently. It came up on a couple of different things I was I was reading about. This is an Irish film from 2014. It's, it's found footage. It's like found footage within found footage, actually. Okay, I like it. Yeah. I like it so far. It's like a meta found footage movie. It's called The Canal. Oh, yeah. I've actually heard this is really good. Yeah. Um... I'm very interested in seeing this. We have a lot of movies I haven't seen, which is good. Me too. I'm excited. I better change that. <laughs> Never seen Sons of the Lambs, weirdly. Uh, yeah, weirdly. Uh. <laughs> That's a lie. <laughs> yeah, that is absolutely a lie. Uh, I am going to change that, though. I feel like it's time for another Alien movie. Yeah, it's you know, been a while. I actually... Are you so going to watch Aliens? When I watched this movie, it was like right at the start of this whole venture, like when you and I were doing it by ourselves, Jack. Yeah, but... I the wa- good old days. This is another. Hey, this hey. is yeah. <laughs> the dark times is what we refer to it as. This is similar in desire to my pick that was Nightbreed, but for vastly different reasons. Like I remember thinking this was kind of creepy. So let's see how it goes. Uh, alien movie, Dark Skies. Oh yeah, okay. Let's watch it. Yeah, let's you told me to watch it. this way back when. Yeah, and you didn't. Yeah. Yeah, perfect. yeah, that's yeah. Again, well, we haven't changed much in three years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like the pick, Mark. What is your last pick of this new draft? Uh, this was one again. I haven't seen. Um, I like this trend. Yay! Yeah, and it was. I was always really wanting to see it, but I was too young. My sister saw it, said it was scary. So I'm hoping that still holds up, but I'm not sure. I trust her. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um. Harrison Ford. Oh, Ghost God. Movie. Is this what lies beneath? It's what lies beneath. <laughs> Bro, why would you do this oh with your my last God. pick? <laughs> with the last pick. Oh, boy. Well, you I'll tell you what. I want to watch what lies beneath. I feel like Not really. we should talk about it. We should probably talk about it. I'll, plus, it's a big thing for a while. Harrison Ford's always entertaining, at least. Yeah, exactly. I'll Fuck. tell you Plus what. Plus, it matches the theme of this episode of wanting to be Star Wars. <laughs> You've never seen the film, obviously. Uh, no, I have not seen it. <laughs> uh, my last pick is one that is a total wild card to me. I've heard the title. I think it's about vampires. I know it stars Saoirse Ronan, and I think it's from between 2012 and 2016. That's what I know about it. We're going to watch Byzantium. I've never heard of this. I have no reaction. I think it's a vampire flick starring Saoirse Ronan. 
We're going to watch Brooklyn. I'm not sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm uh, maybe look up that maybe it's a horror movie. Sure first. It's a horror movie first. Okay, okay, Scarecrow. <laughs> it's a fucking romantic comedy. <laughs> We're back. Confirmed. Probably horror. <laughs> Confirmed that it's probably horror. Yeah. It's as much horror as what lies beneath. Hey. <laughs> we'll see. We're going to review them back to back. We'll talk about it. <laughs> it's a wild Ex- card, accidental boys. Double I picked feature. a wild card. Jake, what's your last pick? Takes a drink of his beer. We should probably review us. Oh, shit. Right? Yeah, I mean, you and I are yeah. going, right? Yeah, so this, this draft is probably out of order. We're going to review us. We'll try we'll to make it, it as topical as possible for y'all. It's tough, because we don't want to, like, spoil it for everybody who doesn't want it spoiled. It's their but choice. we're going to watch it as close to release as possible. Yeah, that's yes. their choice. I mean, that's, that's just going to happen choice. organically. It's their choice. Yeah, it's true. Exactly. So why not talk about it? Nah, you've bested me. <laughs> Yeah, I'm good at that logic thing. <laughs> what are our movies, Mark? Our movies are Silence of the Lambs, Slither, The Faculty, nice, uh, Enter the Void, <laughs> The Canal, <laughs> Dark Skies, What Lies Beneath, uh, Byzantium, we'll see, Byzant- and Us. <laughs> Byzantium. I don't appreciate you saying nice after your pick, uh, no, nice after Jake's pick of The Faculty, chortling after one of my picks and say we'll see after another one of my fucking picks. You stupid <laughs> asshole. <laughs> I kind of like that, for the record. <laughs> I think it adds flavor, you know? <clears throat> it adds texture. Gross. That's the list. That's what we're watching. We're watching think... Silence of the Lambs next week. Oh, I don't think you finished. It's fine. Whatever. I said us. I, us was on the end there. You did were you say laughing us? about it. I did say us. You guys were laughing because I said Byzantium. Byzantium. <laughs> no, but not. It's a movie by a director named Zantium. We are off the rails. Jake, you want to get us out of here? Uh, I was having so much fun, though. This was episode 125 of the A to Z Whorecast. Check out everything we have going on. Head over to A to Z Whore.com or come hang out with us on either of our social media channels. That's Facebook. That is Twitter. And those links are going to be right down there in the description below. As Jack mentioned at the top of the episode, head on into your podcasting app of choice. Give the podcast a like, rating, review, or send it over to somebody you know who might like whore. Believe it or not, that helps a whole heck of a lot. Also down there in that description below music that's provided to you during this podcast is by super bear go ahead and check out what else they're doing there's some good stuff next week we're kicking off our newest set of reviews that you just heard the draft for we're starting it with what is a classic it has won some awards the academy thought it was good because it said it wasn't a horror movie silence of the lambs it's a horror movie we're gonna check it out until then get your buddies grab some beers and go watch some more movies have a great week everybody Uh, he like splooged all over the god's nose and then fucking was the dude and he kissed his girl after she killed herself. <laughs>